am going to be joined by former Buffalo Bills uh, wide receiver, special teams player, and seven-time All-Pro Steve Tasker. Mr. Tasker, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. You better, Harrison. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. All right, so let's get to it. Uh, this game obviously has a lot of stake. What's the atmosphere like down there in Buffalo? Well, right now, it's it, you know crowds are, are getting there. It's a big tailgate city, and it's a big atmosphere like that pregame for the fans here in Buffalo and in Western New York. It's a big footprint out at One Bills Drive. There's a ton of parking lots, and they're all full. Uh, the problem tonight is the fact that there's about 40-mile-an-hour winds whipping around right now, uh, steady winds that are just shaking all the buildings, shaking all the trailers and all the tents and all the activities outside. Uh, it is a very, very strong wind that's kind of putting a damper on everything, including the anticipation of the game. So, yeah, so so this is my uh, next question here um, about the weather. How much is it going to play a role into the game? Uh, so I, I go on this. I use this website called IntelliCast.com. It says it's 36, but it's going to feel like 23. And it says the winds are going to be around 25 miles per hour. Now, Scott Zolak said uh, he was out there, uh, you know, uh, he thinks that it was 40 mile per hour winds, like you were saying. But the Buffalo Bills people were saying, ah, only 25. So, you know, what are your thoughts? <laughs> and and due to these conditions, how do you think this game will be won, uh, you know, with so much effect on the kicking and passing game? Yeah, well, I think it is going to have an effect, particularly on the kicking game. The long snaps, the short snaps, the punts in the air, the kickoffs in the air, all of that's going to be affected by the by the wind. There, this may be a game in Buffalo today. I've seen them before where not a single solitary kick will be fielded. Wow. Um, the only kicks that will be caught will probably be kickoffs uh, going one direction. Uh, other than that, there won't be a kick fielded in the entire game. Um, and the snaps, the long snaps um, for punters, everything is going to be adversely affected. The passing game is going to be really, really curtailed tonight. Um, I think these conditions really help the New England Patriots a lot. Uh, they've got a nice power, very diverse physical running game, and that's what you need in a weather day like this. The Bills, um, on the other hand, are you know they're a throw-first football team. Now, certainly Josh Allen's got the arm to do it, but these wins are a different kind of animal. I think it's really going to play into the hands of the Patriots tonight with the weather. So listen, I'm not that, you know, we're we're talking about, you know, home field uh, advantage and stuff. But, you know, I'm not going to say that, you know, you're a gambling man or anything, but the Bills are favored two and a half points, which means, you know, if the home field advantage was taken away, the Patriots would be favored by half a point. In such conditions like these, like you were saying, you know, do you think there is a home field advantage, especially against New England, who are not strangers to the cold wind or possible snow that might happen? I don't think I, I don't think there's any question. There's almost always some sort of advantage when you play at home. There are certain instances where it's not the case. I mean, you had a team like uh, San Diego moving to L.A. and they played almost they played almost every single game on the road, uh, even in their home stadium. It was more full with opposing fans than it was their own. Um, and there was a kind of an ugly divorce there. So you do get occasionally where the home field advantage doesn't exist. I still think there will be a loud noise uh, factor that Mac Jones and the offense for the Patriots is going to have to deal with. The wind is going to be a big problem for him. If the Bills can force the Patriots to drop back and throw it at all, it will play into their hands. Josh Allen will be able to uh, throw the short passes pretty accurately. 
Mac Jones is going to have to do the same thing, um, and it's going to take it's going to take some adjustment by both quarterbacks to throw the football at all tonight. So, um, yeah, I think the home field will help. I think it'll make communication a problem. I think wind is really an additional problem because even if it, the stadium was empty, the wind is loud in a guy's helmets. You know, whip, yeah. whips through your ear holes and stuff. So it's really hard to to think that way too so there's a lot going on tonight it's going to make it tough for these offenses to communicate and to execute now you guys obviously have a very strong team but I think we can um you know both agree that you guys have had a few games that you should have won what are the key things that you guys need to do tonight to be able to come up on top well if the, if the Bills play their best you know they're they'll beat anybody and I mean anybody the problem is they've been wildly inconsistent this year. Um, they've been they've got games against the Jacksonville Jaguars, even the opening game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, where their their offense just didn't show up well enough. Um, six points against the Jaguars is not going to get it done. Now their defense has been pretty consistent throughout, although without Starlo Tulele up front and with some other injuries uh, to their front line, the Bills got the ball ran right down their throat against Indianapolis a couple of weeks ago. They're going to have to do something about that. Um, They just had A.J. Klein, who's their third linebacker on the field. He just got put on the COVID list about an hour and a half ago. Wow. Um, So he will not be active tonight, but James Giles Harris will be back, will be in in the lineup for him. So, I mean, they'll have enough big bodies to put out there. The question is, will they be able to execute their run fits well enough to stop the Patriots? And, And quite frankly, they've they've just been wildly inconsistent so even bill's fans are kind of holding their breath about this game with the patriots to see which bill's team is going to show up what do you think um if you had a guess a low scoring or or, you know high scoring game you know as far as and not to get into i guess i guess the the total points and and an over and an under but you know what you think it's going to be like a you know a 10 to 6 or do you think it's going to be uh I don't know, like a you know twenty four to twenty one or something like that. Yeah, I think it's going to be more ten to six. I don't think either. I think it might be the first team to score twenty. Wow, um, for sure. Um, I don't think, and I, I think it'll be hard. I mean, if it if the wind keeps up like it is now, um, this game will be an enormous disappointment for both teams. And no matter who wins or loses, neither one's going to be able to do the things they practiced or do the things that they prepare to do. The the, the weather tonight isn't it's. You, you, you wish it was pouring rain straight down or you wish it was a snowstorm or something. A windstorm is a crusher for both these offenses, no matter how much you run the football or how much um, of anything else you do. Not being able to throw the football at all, which it looks like you may not be able to tonight, is going to put a big damper on things. And teams are going to have a hard time scoring. You're going to have a hard time scoring. And if this game's within, uh, if it's within one score at halftime, you can bet that as the game wears on, it's going to come down to the team that makes the last mistake, you know, whether they, they fumble the ball, mishandle a punt or something like that. Uh, it could mean the difference in the game. The kickers are going to be huge tonight. Um, going towards the tunnel into the field, they may be able to hit one from 65. Uh, but going into it, they may not even – I doubt that they'll be able to hit an extra point. So, so I don't know if you're uh, at the field right now or not, but is that the way the, the wind is blowing? Yeah, if you if you look at the thing, if, the way you'll see it on television tonight, going from left to right is the direction that the wind will be blowing. It comes over the top of the big scoreboard in at, in Highmark Stadium and swirls over the top, um, going towards the scoreboard end, which is to is your fa- if you're on the Patriots side of the field, it'll be the bent the goalpost to their right. 
Uh, and on the Bills side, it'll be the goalpost to their left. That end of the stadium is a crusher for the win when you, when you come in the stadium. And kicking into it is just um, almost impossible. You can't punt into it. You can't kick field goals into it. You can't throw the football into it. Um, and when it turns out like that, uh, it's really going to affect the ability to score in the whatever two quarters you've got that direction of football to play. So, so let me ask you this: How big is the coin toss then? Uh, and and you know, do you do you get the ball? Do you want the ball right away? Do you pick uh, you know what side you want to go? Stuff like how big is that? Well, that's, well it's it's going to be a, a difference. It, 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 there's no way of knowing. I mean, it's a right. coin flip, and right. and whether, if you lose it, you can you know, uh, and the other team defers, you can pick which end you're going to go with right. uh, for the first quarter, third quarter, second quarter, fourth quarter. Um, I think you might want the, you'll probably want the wind in the fourth quarter. Uh, if you win the, if you win the toss, uh, you'll probably want to defer. Uh, but if you defer, you're going to give the other team a chance to have the wind in the fourth quarter. Because right. Yeah, if you take the if you take the ball out of halftime, they'll take the wind in the fourth quarter. Uh, so you'll you know you got to think about that. Um, that's it's a big it's a it's a big question. Uh, I think whoever has the wind in the fourth quarter, whatever the final score is going to be, um, if you don't have the lead uh, in the fourth quarter, you better hope you're going with the wind because it'll be really difficult to score on the scoreboard into the end tonight of the field tonight. Uh, from from somebody that used to you know be a be a football player in the game plan um, package, do they have a contingent game plan depending on the weather? Well, I think it depends. I, I, I don't think they have a contingent game plan. I think they just have a different group of plays that the quarterback likes. And if you know if if you can't throw the football deep, I think you kind of start deciding you're not going to try. Um, you, you may send guys deep, but. You know, you just got to make sure that some, you know, just to make sure somebody's guarding them uh, to pull defenders out of there and give yourself more space underneath. I mean, that's, uh, I don't know that they'll scrap any part of their offense going into the game until they get out there and actually start moving around and start seeing how the ball moves and how the other defense is playing and all that. So I, I don't think they'll change, throw out a game plan per se, but they may shorten their list of plays in any area, uh, given the fact that they can't throw the football past a certain distance. Um, and can't kick the ball into a certain a certain distance, right. uh, going a certain direction. Um, so, from becoming a Buffalo Bills player to being a broadcaster in a game like this, do you feel the rivalry just as much as you would when you were on the field? Yeah, I can feel it. I mean, th- th- this is a fan base that you know has really struggled to compete with Patriots for a long, long time. Uh, certainly, they had a game last year where they got got the better of them on Monday Night Football late in the season, but. Um, for the most part, this has been a struggle for this fan base. And, and the Patriots are a team that has the utmost respect of the fan base here in Buffalo. And you can expect that to, you know, show through in most of the rhetoric coming out of this area. So, yeah, I, I it's uh, there's no question um, if you're and I do, I, you know, live here in Western New York. So you feel uh, the difference when it's a Patriots week as opposed to a Jet or a Dolphin week. Now, each of them has their own unique um, idiosyncrasies and their place of, you know, spot where it's pretty passionate for those teams as well. But uh, the Patriots, because of their success against everybody in the division, you know, carries a little more baggage. Absolutely. Um, Two more questions. A lot of people uh, say that you should be in the Hall of Fame. Give me a few players that you think should be in the Hall of Fame that are not. Um, Well, if you're you're talking about guys, you know, it's hard for me to say. 
for guys that are even eligible, I mean, there's uh, certainly a bunch of guys out there that are that I would know and love and respect. I don't, I don't even know if I could narrow it down. If you're asking me about special teams players, um, there's a couple that are in the conversation, most notably probably Brian Mitchell, um, who had so many return yards, had such a productive career during his time all around the National Football League. Um, at one point in his career, after, after he retired, his name... Uh, was the first in career yardage after all the quarterbacks were gone. He was the first name that was not a quarterback on the yardage list, and that's Brian Mitchell. I thought, you know, I, I think he needs to get more attention than he does. I think because he played on so many teams, perhaps he doesn't get the love from somebody to nominate him and have somebody take up his cause because he played on so many different teams. But there's a guy who I think deserves some consideration. Certainly Devin Hester is in the conversation this year for the first time, and he deserves to be there. There's a ton of guys. Um it's a really difficult league to be successful in, and and I'm sure I speak for all the guys who have been nominated and 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 over the years that it's it's an honor to be in that conversation, no question about it. Absolutely. All right, here it is, the final and million dollar question, final score prediction of tonight's matchup. Um, I'll say uh, twenty to twenty tie. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, it's good. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I'll take. Um, yeah, I'll pick the Bills by seventeen fourteen score. I'll take the, you know the three points is about what it's going to be. It's going to if neither team makes a mistake, I think the Bills are a better team. Uh, if they play their best, I think they're really good. But the inconsistency um, has been the one thing that gives you pause. But I think the Bills can win this. I think it'll be a very close and very low scoring game because of that, um, because of the conditions. Um, it will be low scoring, and because it's low scoring on both sides, it'll be close. All right, well, there you have it. Former Buffalo Bills wide receiver, special teams player, and seven-time All-Pro Steve Tasker. Mr. Tasker, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. All right, Harrison, you bet.